0: Welcome to Cole Sports. You have entered the zone called sports on another level. And now, here's your host, Cole Johnson. Cole Sports! I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guide, Cole Johnson. And on this episode, we're going to talk about the Major League Baseball regular season winding down, and it's absolutely exciting. We will talk about Major League Baseball in the past. And from the vault, we're going to, of course, talk about Antonio Clown. Talk about trademarks. And we're, of course, going to get to all the segments you know and love cold sports to provide. But for right now, headlines, please. (music) Dateline Major League Baseball. We are now in the home stretch. Two weeks remain in this regular season, and we have some races. Let's start with the American League home field advantage race. So you have the Yankees who have a one-game lead over the Astros, and that seems to be nip and tuck, and that probably will not be decided until the 29th of September. Now, as for the Dodgers, they are home free. They have clinched the NL West. Now they have their eyes set on clinching Home field advantage throughout the National League playoffs, and hopefully they can still clinch home field advantage in the World Series as well. It's not just the division winners who are battling, but I will say this. The Yankees' magic number to clinch the AL East is five. The magic number for the Braves to clinch the NL East is six. The magic number for the Astros to clinch the AL West is seven. But you still have the wild card standings, and the AL is down to three teams the A's. The Rays and the Indians. The Indians are the odd team out. They're one game behind the Rays. And the Rays are half a game behind the A's. And, of course, whoever is on top will host the wild card game. So if it were to end today, the A's would host the wild card in the AL against the Rays. But you can't sleep on the Indians. They got hot early in the summer. They may catch fire later in the season. Now over in a national league wild card, you have the surprising nationals who started off slow, but then they built up steam. And now they have a two and a half game cushion over the lovable cubs who are holding on tight to that wild card slot as the Brewers, Phillies, Mets and Diamondbacks are breathing down their necks. Who's going to be where? Well, we'll know this as the season goes on, but the season is only two plus weeks from ending. October baseball is going to be really exciting. Dateline NCAA football. Look, the only two games you have to really concern yourself with is Stanford traveling to UCF, and you have Clemson going on the road for the first time in 2019. It's still mid September. Dateline Milwaukee. Lost in the excitement of all the baseball races that are. Happening at the moment Christian Yelich Unfortunately Will not participate For the rest of the season He hit a foul ball Off his knee And that pretty much Was it For him Brewers manager Greg Council Had this to say About the unfortunate Events surrounding Yelich Quote We feel awful For Christian That's the thing That resonates With me right now He's a special player And it's a joy To watch him play Every day He's the best at what he does. Not being able to see that every day is not good. Close quote. Well, the defending NL MVP is not going to get the chance to at least pad the stats he has to make it a back-to-back championship reign. But he finished with 44 homers, 97 RBIs with a three hundred twenty nine batting average, and 30 stolen bases. Hopefully he can recover for the 2020 season. This might hurt the Brewers' chances as they advance to get to the playoffs this year. Tate line, New York City. Well, East Rutherford, New Jersey. The Cleveland Browns go to the Meadowlands to play the New York Jets for Monday Night Football. Now, this would be somewhat exciting. I mean, you have a team that's the darling of the league you have a new york team so that pretty much means the spotlight will be bright and it will shine and it will scorch well wrong choice of words i guess because already someone who has been scorched and not the great way is Jets quarterback sam darnold he will miss monday's game he may miss more than just monday night's game with mononucleosis Head coach adam Gase had this to say bucked eyed and all Quote. It looks like it. He's still going to go through some of these tests to kind of see where he's at with all this. I know he's out this week and past that, I'll have more information as we go. Close quote. Well, along with him, Le'Veon Bell is being checked out for some possible injuries of his own. He is slated to play as we, as we can speak at the moment. But we will see a familiar face at quarterback. Colin Cap. No, 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 no. Trevor Simeon, the former starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Well, he will start in place of Darnold for the Jets. We will talk about the other team later. Dateline, Connecticut. Prime time. Prime time. Prime time. Prime time. NFL prime time. Is back! And I am totally excited to see Chris Berman and Tom Jackson on the screen once again. NFL Prime Time is returning after, well, the program itself, after a 13-year hiatus. The two talents, after being off TV for, what, a year plus? The cries have been enormous, and ESPN has heard them, and I guess in their their 40th year celebration and the NFL's 100 year celebration, they figured, why not bring these two back? Chris Berman in an interview with USA Today had this to say about all of what has transpired and the importance of NFL primetime. Quote, I know how I hear all the time from fans that they wish the show was back. They say how they miss the highlights, Tom's analysis and the music. There are many ways to get highlights now but this has the storytelling and the analysis we'll have new viewers but we will have plenty of old ones as well in a 21st century format that's kind of interesting when you think about it "close quote" Well NFL primetime will not be on ESPN it will be on their streaming service ESPN plus I don't particularly care where they are I'm glad that they are back they have tried Fox has tried NFL network has tried (laughs) NBC CBS all have tried to duplicate what Berman and Jackson bring to an announced team to break down football in the way it's supposed to be broken down. And with the fun and the hardcore analysis mixed in, the combination has never been equaled by those two. And it's going to be a long time before it is equaled or surpassed by another duo Besides those two. Dateline USA Basketball. Let's see. One loss to France. And then one loss to Serbia. Well, what do those two losses mean. To the USA Basketball team. Playing in the FIBA World Cup. For this year. Well, it means that the USA will finish no higher. Than 7th place. Now, since they have had. NBA players represent USA. The worst they have ever finished was sixth, and that was back in 2002. Now, the loss to France earlier this week ended a 58-game winning streak with NBA players on the international roster. The highest the team can finish is seventh, but, but, and this is the huge but, they have already qualified for the Olympics next summer with the wins that they have compiled before the FIFA World Cup tournament. And if it wasn't for that, we probably would not see the best of the best represent the U.S. of A. Because we will see the best of the best represent them next year. Dateline Arlington, Texas. So imagine this. Defensive end Marcus Lawrence. Fresh, well, months fresh, off of his five-year, $105 billion extension, it's walking to his office for the first game of the 2019 season as they go to dismantle at home the New York Giants, one of their three divisional rivals. Well, before he gets to the locker room, there is a little tyke walking to him. He holds out a jersey and a Sharpie, and he asks if he could get that jersey autographed. Lawrence looks at the child. He says, no, son, and he walks on. Now, there's video of this and I won't do the audio version of this video. You can see it yourself. You can actually go to the show notes and go to the story that has the video in it, embedded in the story. You see the look of the child's face just gets sunken and dejected. My opinion of that? <laughs> <laughs> Now, before you say, Cole, that is insensitive, stop that. Now, you know the players should have stopped to sign that child's autograph. Understand this. Demarcus Lawrence is a cowboy. The little boy was wearing a Saquon Barkley jersey. That is a Giants player. The child was holding another Giants jersey in his left hand. Blue Saquon jersey, jersey, another blue jersey. And it wasn't the Cowboys blue. Sharpie in his right hand. Now, your mind is locked and loaded on destroying the team of the colors this child is wearing. I'm, I'm sorry. I I I look at I look at the parent. I look at the father in this case, and I say, shame on you, man. You already should know. You should have prepped your boy because this was a boy. You should have prepped your boy in knowing that if you're going to walk to a a rival player sign an autograph on a Giants jersey and he's a cowboy or a Washington a franchise player or an eagle you'd be lucky that you get a no you would more than likely get a shove (laughs) especially if it's those fans Uh, the fans are ridiculous I digress if this was a Cowboys fan going up to to Lawrence and he stiffed them with a no then that is an issue I'm like, come on man, you can't stiff your own your own fan base. That is cold. But to do that in a rival's face, I don't I don't find any issue with that because fans have done worse to him, I'm sure. I'm sure when he goes into Mel Lands and he walks he walks that same walk toward the locker room, I'm sure he gets thrown all sorts of F bombs and S bombs and M F bombs. <laughs> so you're darn right. You're gonna have a player who's gonna Shove it back in a fan's face But he wasn't He wasn't malicious nor mean He was just like no no mm-mm. You have the wrong jersey son And he did I'm sorry <laughs> The little tyke had a wrong jersey he Wore the wrong jersey And he asked Lawrence to sign the wrong jersey uh, No harm no foul I'm sorry And if you have anything that you want to say to me In terms of this being wrong Go to com You will see email codesports. Hit that button and email me. I will receive it and respond to you. In fact, I'll even read it on air and respond to you. But as far as Lawrence is concerned, bravo, sir! You actually did the right thing. I'm sorry, <laughs> you can't be you can't be a fan of a rival and expect a rival player to sign your team's stuff. Uh No, no, that's that's not how it goes. People just don't know fan etiquette That's horrible Lady, we will talk about the Browns Another year and it might be the same old crew And later we'll talk about Antonio Clown But immediately following the break Trademarks? I'm about to go in your suffering is so unbearable so painful so bad so horrendous that you just simply can't see the forest for the trees literally that all you can feel is heartbreak and loss well I have a free audio for you it is titled how to heal from heartbreak let it all come to you so you can be about the business of healing today is a new day claim it at get Johnson cool Sports <sighs> This is such a lovely day In the US panties. I love it When justice is served Ohio natives The Ohio State University And LeBron James Each filed trademarks one for the word the, the other for a phrase that has been pretty much in existence for the last three decades. How did it end up for both parties? That's why I am uh, gonna go yeah. in. state filed a trademark for the back in August LeBron James filed a trademark for Taco Tuesday Also back in August both parties received a uh, no From the U.S. Patent Office And it makes me giddy inside Why? Because the pretentiousness of both The Ohio State University and LeBron James Get smacked in the mouth at the same time I love it I absolutely love it I don't really care to love or hate Ohio State I really don't care to love or hate LeBron James I just found the fact that these two entities Filing trademarks for stupid reasons gets turned down, and they basically tell each entity you are being foolish for filing a claim for a trademark with these names and these words. So let's focus on Ohio State first. All right, so correct me if I'm wrong. Whenever you see an alumni, or at least a player who has come from the University that resides in Columbus, Ohio, you normally hear them say the Ohio State University, correct? And I'm thinking, why do you have to say the Ohio State University is not just the biggest university in Ohio. It's one of the biggest universities in the country. And in terms of attendance, if it's not one, it's two or three, but it's definitely in the top three as as with the most populous college in the United States. So why is it that you all seem to have, not saying every booster, alumnus, faculty, student, or any other person who has walked the halls of Ohio State University, but those who seem to embody this air of superiority. Why is it that when you say it, all I think of is the fact that you all have a complex well, I guess it's understandable when seeing as though every time I hear the the football version of this because every other version of this rivalry sucks, and yes, I'm directing that at both schools, but in football, it actually is pretty riveting. Whenever you get Ohio State and Michigan together, it seems as though this gets heightened even more. It's as if the the importance of the has to be thrust it forth and I'm thinking well, your biggest rival doesn't even play in your state now they may walk into your state and recruit just like you walk into Michigan and, Michigan and recruit but it just it just reeks of <laughs> of a complex <laughs> that you got to remind yourself we're big bad bold and we should matter yeah you do matter but good God you don't have to wear it like a stinking cologne I mean you oh okay Buckeye Buckeye fan. Buckeye student Buckeye faculty Buckeye supporter you guys are like that 50 year old man who has never been married who I won't even say he's been engaged and you know the type he's wearing he's wearing one of those button-down short sleeve shirts and he has the first four buttons buttoned down with the hair looking like it's a it's a jungle a human jungle on it and he and he walks by he still has the bell-bottoms he still was wearing the platform shoes, he's still wearing the Don Henley circa nineteen seventy eight haircut. Yeah, you know the one, the white man afro, and he and he's like having competing smells on him going at one another. Either he's wearing aqua velva aftershave, or he's wearing that with any type of cologne, and he's probably wearing dirt along with it. And you can smell all three. The guy looks like he hasn't taken a bath in about one week. It just looks horrible That is how pathetic you all look Ohio State University People When you have the in front It's as if you're making this billboard of Look we're important Look at us That's why we have the We're the most important thing in Ohio Stop with the pretentious mess man And then speaking of pretentious mess So apparently Uh Ohio State caught the bug earlier. I know, they, I know they've been itching to do that for years. One of Ohio citizens, of course now he lives in California, LeBron James caught that bug and he decided to trademark Taco Tuesday. Now, the reason why is because all throughout the summer, he'd get on Instagram, he would say it's Taco Tuesday looking like an absolute fool, it Sounded like a stereotypical Latino I'm like, Lord, have mercy. You got to stop watching Speedy Gonzalez cartoons. That's besides the point. And then he would show his wife and then he would show his two sons and then he would show his daughter. Of course, the daughter can't say much because, well, she's an infant. And then he would show guests, guests like Anthony Davis, who would be joining them for Taco Tuesday. And I'm saying, oh, gosh, this thing is just getting out of hand. And just when we thought it was ridiculous enough, he decided to file a trademark for Taco Tuesday. Son Son you almost 35 years old You know this phrase Has been said to you probably since you were spat out the womb How could you think That Taco Tuesday was not trademarked Man (laughs) Oh my gosh It's been in existence Almost as long as you have been And you felt The need in 2019 That you knew in fact in You were interviewed one time when someone said Taco Tuesday to you, and you actually said, I thought that was a thing. So you know this is something that has existed long before you decided to popularize it. Now, the popularization of it, cool. I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. I mean, the the thing that I love most about it is you involve your family in it. So I I I love it. What I don't like about it, though, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the fact that you wanted to make money off of it And the and the beauty of it is You can't <sighs> Really So what is it in the Buckeye State Is it that you get this itch of Okay I think this is something good We'll trademark it Y'all have this trademark bug That just swims all throughout From Lake Erie to all, the Ohio River And all points in between Is it that is it something in that state? I, I, I please, I mean, Ohio ones, contact the show, ColdSportsOfZ.com, hit email cold sports with a Z or say it with your chest. Please tell me, please tell me, why is it that you feel as though, and I'm saying this as a question, I want to hear the answer to this. Why is it that you all feel the need to trademark everything? Why do you feel, As though you have a superiority complex when it comes to the Ohio State University moniker. Or just your garden variety Ohio State University complex. Why is it that you have to put that there? And why did LeBron James and Midwesterner did not think that Taco Tuesday was trademarked decades ago? (laughs) And I'm serious when I say this. Hit me up, coldsportswithaz.com. Either email Cold Sports, there's a button, a black button with a, an envelope that says email Cold Sports with a Z. Hit that and type your email to me, or say it with your chest. Go to VIP Speak at coldsportswithaz.com. Say it to me. I will play the audio on air because I really want to know, am I tripping or is this something that <laughs> that I just need to not trip about? Well, I know this. When I caught wind of these two entities receiving a no from the U.S. Patent Office, I knew, I absolutely knew, there is a God. Why? Because stupidity should not be represented. Trey barking the word thee and Taco Tuesday when you ain't even Latin and it has already been trademarked. One, stop being so pretentious. And two, do your research. And he would stop making y'all look so stupid. When I come back, the adult of the week. you've tuned into the classiest sports show on the planet. Cold Sport! From the vault, a look back at a key moment in sports history September 14th 1994 Michael Jordan was in double-a baseball that is the Montreal Expos was competing for a championship Tony Gwynn was on his way to batting 400 for the season and then the lights went out for basically baseball So back in August of that year, baseball came to a screeching halt with the players striking. Days later, when they tried to push back the season so they can actually end one of the most monumental seasons ever, it became even more monumental for all the wrong reasons. Like a lot of things in life, you um, anticipate something and fear that it's coming, hope that it isn't. And when the day... here uh, there's an incredible amount of sadness there appeared to be no urgency no desire to go to any extraordinary lengths to find an agreement every reason to believe given the calmness with which this announcement was preceded that this was something the owners had long since weeks if not months ago come to accept as necessary we just can't continue to do business as usual when baseball took the field again in 1995 michael jordan was back playing for the chicago bulls the montreal expo ceased to be a franchise and tony Gwynn never even got close to batting 400 major league baseball decided to play no playoffs and the world series on this date in 1994 from the vault brought to you by go sports you want to purchase shirts that actually say something that give you that appearance of being important of wearing basically your heart as well as well your belief on your sleeve or on your shirt well come to the Christian t-shirt company we have all of what you're looking for you can find that store at coldsports with a z dot com No more dancing. Dote of the Week! Dote of the Week is sponsored by nobody, but we're still looking to give it to you straight with no chaser. The winner of this episode's Dote of the Week is... organization known as the Cleveland Browns now are they getting this award because they rolled their helmets on the first energy stadium and they got trounced by the Tennessee Titans by the score of 43 to 13 no are they getting this award because they believed their own hype and they got humbled no I figure it's only one week why should I punish them for that reason no It's for two stupid stories that we have heard. The first one being that OBJ is back to his old tricks. Odell Beckham Jr., who has been a model citizen, and I'm not saying this is criminal or anything. I'm just saying this is absolutely ridiculous. He is sporting a $350,000 watch on the field. Now, when I see this, I think to myself, I thought we learned a lesson from Michael Crabtree because when he would wear those gold chains as a Raider, uh, when I keep Talib of the Broncos was lining up opposite of him, Talib would jack his gold chains. In fact, he's done it twice. So I figured, and I don't think it, well, it might happen. Cause I'm thinking if the Browns do play the Rams, would Talib actually go for that wrist and yank that watch off of Beckham's wrist. Knowing Talib, the answer to that is yes. He probably would pocket that thing and run with it. Now he knows that watch, which is ugly to me, runs 350 girl. But that's not really the main reason why they're on this list. That's just a stupid one. The main reason they're on this list is there was a Browns fan who decided to throw a bottle of beer at a Titan. Now that's bad enough, right? You know, that's, that's bad fan behavior. That's bad fan posture. You should never have that. Duly noted, right? The Browns found their culprit. They punished that culprit, and they contacted him saying that he is forever banned from the stadium. That man, they targeted, his name is Eric Smith. So the Browns found their man. They put the levy on him. They said they're going to ban you from the stadium, and then they executed the ban. Wonderful job for the Browns, right? Beautiful. They found their man. They, they they were proactive. They got him out of the paint. Only one problem. Mr. Smith tweeted that the Browns contacted him about the incident, and they issued the stadium ban. The last time Mr. Smith was on or in First Energy Stadium was 2010. 10. 10. 10. How are you going to ban a fan Who has never set his foot on the grounds In nine years And he had proof that he was working A DJ booth that Sunday (laughs) So At the bitter DJ posted this text Or I should say posted this tweet And it read as follows Quote I legit just got A got From the Ed Browns Telling me that I've been banned From the stadium For throwing the beer In Logan Ryan's face Sunday I'm fairly certain I haven't been to a game Since 2010 Close quote <laughs> How is it that you're gonna ban The wrong man That <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Look, I, this was supposed to be a story that the team as a whole, even the organization, you're turning a new page. You're you're, you're advancing your cause to being a winning franchise. And then you pull a loser mo- mentality move by banning someone who hasn't been in the stadium for almost a decade. Come on now. Who's looking at the closed-circuit television set? Look at the right people who are doing the crime. this was supposed to be the year that we were going to be enthralled and entertained by you not understand that. Oh, this is yet another reason as to why the Browns haven't set foot in the playoffs since 1994 for the exception of 2002. You, you realize this, right? You, you realize this is a franchise. You haven't set foot in the playoffs except for one time in the last 25 years. And there's a reason why people did not want to go to Northeastern Ohio to play for the Browns because it wasn't the story franchise under Brown, not necessarily just Paul Brown, but of course, Jim Brown. It wasn't like it was in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s, and it wasn't even like how it was in the 80s. No, it's been it's been a revolving door of futility ever since you became a franchise again in 1999. And an embarrassment because you had Art Modell, the owner of the Raider, uh, the owner of the Browns, before he moved the team to Baltimore, basically decided to throw two middle fingers in the air at one of the most loyal fan bases in the NFL. Do right by those fans. They don't deserve to feel as though they're being targeted because you all have cataracts as front office people. <sighs> Ban the right people. Please, please I'm just, I'm begging you Ban the right people And stop being such a joke It's absolutely unappealing When I come back Antonio Clown That's all I have to say Upon further review perfect it's next if you ever been to Wisconsin that's all they have they oh, I got this, the packers everywhere you go. It's kind of like a creepy cult. And people, I find it kind of strange. Like, everywhere, it's all I'm like, this is it, you guys. Really? This is all you have. You can't talk about anything else. One half host and the producer of the Jockin'er podcast and host of Trivia Geeks Live, Imran Javed reveals himself on Revelations. You can catch that on with a Z.com and all major podcasts directories. Sports, we're going to talk about week three of the NFL slate. All you have to know about Thursday night's game is, will Cam Newton decided to dress like an old woman in their 20 to 14 loss to Tampa. Enough said. <laughs> week four of the NCAA slate, as we wind it down in Major League Baseball, will be one week away from the end of the regular season. The NBA and the NHL seasons will start in their preseason stages getting geared up. And, of course, we're going to go in, have a dole of the week, and go upon further review on some subject matter. That is, though, for next week. For this week, though, now I know you see the man, and I know you saw the name, and I know you heard the news because, well, who couldn't have heard it? The Raiders released Antonio Brown, the embattled and now controversial wide receiver, formerly of the Steelers, now formerly of the Raiders. And only hours later, he was picked up by the New England Patriots. But he's still in hot water. In fact, he's in more hot water than he was when he was a Raider. Let me go into further detail on that. And upon further review. Pretty much said the NFL season is over. Brown has lost his mind. He went from the Raiders and he went to the Patriots. The Patriots, a team that doesn't really need him, but sometimes teams make moves that pretty much says, well, he's on our team because he can't be on the other 31 teams that are out there. And I almost saw that as a type of move of that nature. Alright, the deal is as follows. So, as I said in last week's episode, that Brown, because of being detrimental to the team, or deemed contra detrimental to the team, he had to forfeit his twenty nine point one two five million dollar guarantee that he signed with them six months before. Well, this deal here, he's gonna get paid fifteen million for this year. Nine million of it is guaranteed. If I'm not mistaken, I think he gets a $10 million signing bonus to boot and a second year option where he can get a $20 million guarantee if, if he remains a Patriot. Well, see, that was September 7th. September 12th, we got news that a former trainer, (laughs) you almost think this is a soap opera when you, when you look at all the details of it all A former trainer that he has met before Brittany Taylor Is suing him For rape Sexual assault And sexual harassment The lawsuit that she's filed Lists five separate action Causes Now he allegedly a Clown Allegedly raped Taylor May 20th of last year At his Miami home After visiting a nightclub with an unnamed football player, eleven months prior, there was two incidents—not one, but two—of sexual battery, and false imprisonment, and invasion of privacy, with emotional distress. Now, what Taylor is seeking is an award of damages to be determined at the trial for all non-monetary and compensatory harm, and punitive damages, and amount to be determined at the trial, and other and further relief as what the court may deem proper and fit of course brown or clown as i call him denies it all he vehemently denies it all and there's video circling around seeing brown and the woman looking as though they are hmm, not not having sex but it looks like they're having consensual understandings of their own space it's like Everything seems to be fine. And a a woman who would be scared of this guy for raping her or abusing her or assaulting her, she wouldn't look that cozy. Now, some things could be fuzzy, no question. But I look at it this way. Now, Brittany Taylor is a trainer and she has a a setup in in Florida. And Brown knew her early in a decade when they were, I think they were in college. They knew each other. So they lost touch in early the decade when Brown needed to recover from and recuperate from an injury. They reconnected and, of course, they were doing business. According to Taylor, it looks like the business turned violent. According to Brown, that's not the case. Now, with videos circulating, looking as though those two seemed to be okay with one another, and evidence to further to the contrary of Brown really going into an expletive latent tirade and tweeting Taylor, It's, it's ridiculous and just making sense of all of this mess Antonio Clown is touched let me say this again, Antonio Clown is touched he is damaged in the brain I am convinced of it and why do I say that? For many of you who's saying that this was a wonderful move that he clowned the Raiders and got out of that deal and now he's on the world champs, the dude is still messing up. And back when my tongue was a lot less disciplined, I would say the word that I would, would have loved to say in this instance, but I can't go there. Just in the past year, I can go further. But just in the past year, long before he was a raider, this dude has been in other stuff. 11 months ago, he was tossing furniture in an apartment complex. Now, of course, clown says he didn't do it. But the lawsuit was settled, not the lawsuit was dismissed. The lawsuit was settled, which tells me that there is some culpability and some liability on clown's part in that incident. Then the very next month. He's driving in western Pennsylvania, reckless, going on the road 100 miles an hour. What was he doing? Filming for Fast and the Furious 15? I mean, I, I don't get it. What? Why the lead foot? That doesn't make sense to me. Then let's fast forward another two months when he's in a domestic, domestic dispute with one of his baby mamas. Quote. A police report noted that the woman claimed Brown shoved her to the ground when she was seeking reimbursement for their son's haircut. The NFL said in February that it would investigate the incident. Close quote. Now, you could defend the man and say, well, heck, nothing has come of it in seven months after that. Fine. But the fact that he keeps getting into these issues and these calamitous situations is absolutely appalling. Let's fast forward to the summer. So it's personal chef, Susan. And I was having this this conversation with, with someone. Stefano Tadashi sued him for over $38,000. Now, uh, now, I had this conversation and and he said, well, since the suit that he has now that he's answered for is civil, not criminal, what happens if he's found liable? Well, that's different. Well, okay. Well, what if this gets dismissed? Well, it'd be just like he's being sued. That's not kind of detrimental to the team or the league. (laughs) That's a lawsuit. He's being sued. That's the money thing. NFL is going to stay out of that. Because that has nothing to do with him. Then last month he gets sued by another personal trainer. Allegedly stiffing him over $7,000. And now this rape case this month. Now the one thing that I find suspicious about all this is. All of these charges are civil. None of it is criminal. And in having a conversation with one of my uh, co-workers. As a woman, she said that is suspect because why would you say rape but it's a civil matter? It should be a criminal one because that's a crime. I agree with her. I, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So what do I fall on this? I see fault and blame both ways. You have a woman who has said rape but is doing civil things. Fine, you can have a civil case with them, but let's. Ha- If he raped, if he raped you, let's have him answer for that criminally, because that's a crime he did. If he did it, if he's alleged to have done it, let it play out as a crime. Not he hit me. I need to have money for plastic surgery. That's what it's coming off as being. Miss Taylor, Mr. Clown, I read off incidents you've done in the past year. We haven't even talked about the stuff you've done before then, because there is some stuff before then like when you filmed <laughs> when you filmed something private in the Steelers locker room after a playoff victory and you gave the Steelers I'm sorry you gave the the Patriots billboard material for the next week and then they trounced you in Foxborough things like that that isn't criminal but things like that is stupid that's what you are known for doing you're known for doing stupid stuff like this so I really had to dig cuz I'm thinking this this had to be when he got money, when when he became an NFL wide receiver, he couldn't have been this way before then. Well, Clown Stepfather Larry Moss Jr. has said otherwise, and you can check out that article also in the show notes on coldsportswithaz.com. This is what he had to say about his stepson. Quote. I can't tell you that he did what they said he did, but I know he's very abusive to women. As far as just raping somebody, he just feels like he can have whatever he wants. He's just empowered that way. So it doesn't surprise me that this kind of ab- allegation came out about him. A lot of things that Tony's doing, nothing surprises me. I'm surprised that it took them this long to figure him out because he's been this way since he's been 12 years old. Close quote Now in Miami In close circles he's known as Tony So when your own stepfather Says this about you It almost begs the question Is Antonio Clown Actually brilliant For doing what he did With the Raiders Or is is he absolutely touched Is he a damaged man Or I should say is he a damaged boy Parading as a man And is he going to answer For these Ridiculous claims that keeps Getting heaped upon him And these ridiculous acts that he keeps Perpetrating Rape is serious To have it levied on him Is serious I'm not saying he raped that woman I'm not even going to come with that energy I'm coming with the energy of You're a grown Man you know better. You know not to step or step across those lines. You know not to play with fire. Yet you dip your hand in that fire and you keep playing with it. Well, you know what they say about when you play with fire. You don't do it. But if you do, you're going to get burned. And what we're witnessing right now, lady and gentlemen, VIP... Is we are witnessing a circus A three ring circus Beginning To be burned All the way to the ground And now He's no longer A Steelers headache He's no longer a raider's headache He now Is the headache of Robert Kraft And Bill Belichick And Tom Brady Now, will this stop them from winning the Super Bowl or at least going to the AFC Championship game? Something that they have done for the last eight years? Nah, I don't think it'll stop them. What it will do, though, is it will handicap them just a little bit. Get off that train because this man is going to take you down and you don't want to see where he's going to drag all of you. Clown, get your act together, son. This ain't funny. If you happen to like this episode or any other episode you have heard thus far, the subscribe button is flashing like a neon sign. Click it and subscribe to Kohl's Sports with a Z dot com. Now, if you want to hear exclusive, exclusive content, content that you can only find at Cold Sports, you can go to the Patreon page, coldsportswithaz.com can issue that for you. Now, if you have something that you want to say, you want to get off your chest, well, come on and say it with your chest. Click on the VIP speak at coldsportswithaz.com. Now, if you don't want to say it with your chest, but you want to write it with your chest, well, come on and reach us. Via email, coldsportswithaz.com. You can find it. You want this voice to be on voiceovers and commercials? Come on down at coldsportswithaz.com. Click that link, and you'll be there. If you want to join the private Facebook group? Come on you got takes you want to give off, and you want to be intelligent, and you want to be passionate, and you want to be respectful. Well, come on down to the Cold Sports VIP room. That's at coldsportswithaz.com. You want to check out other places where I have been or this brand has been. With z.com is where you can find it. And do you want to heal from heartbreaking loss? So you want to hear how Cole gets down on interviews from the interviewer standpoint. You can find all of that and more at ColdSportsWithAZ.com. That's ColdSportsWithAZ.com. You can check out me and all of this brand as split it as it is on with z.com It doesn't matter where you listen to me, how you listen to me, or when you do. I just want you to do these three simple things. It's just three. Love yourself, please, with all of your heart, mind, soul, spirit, and love your neighbors. yourself. Tell a friend to tell a friend about this particular program and enjoy the content. Special note, thank you, Breaks Media. Cold Sports is now an official member of the family. And whatever you want in the family, It's on me Glad to be part of the family Let's rise together For the Intelligent Sportsman I am Cole Johnson And this is Go Sports